The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, and welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my returning co-host, Mr. Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? What's up, Don? What's up, everybody? Hope y'all doing good. And me and Anwar are joined for this big edition of Cast a Strong Style by last week's co-host, returning once again, Mr. Terry's Boy. What's going on, Terry's Boy? Not too much. What's going on, guys? Excited to talk about some New Japan. It was a very interesting weekend. <laughs> Been very, very, very interesting. We will see, um, you know, what you guys thought about everything that transpired. But before we get into the review of the New Japan Cup and Dominion, just let everybody know that Cast a Strong Style is part of the CSPN. It's also a part of the WrestleCast Network. To subscribe to Cast a Strong Style, there's two ways. You can either subscribe directly to the feed, just search Cast of Strong Style, or also search uh, subscribe to the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Click on the logo that has the New Day holding the WrestleCast sign, and you will be subscribed to Cast of Strong Style. So, gentlemen, we had the New Japan Cup Finals. What made this a very uh, significant show besides the matchup in the finals was this was the first wrestling event anywhere in the world. Well, probably not in the world because they had paying fans before, but they all got sick, so they had to stop it. But the second attempt and New Japan's first attempt at having paying fans in the stands. So first off, I just want to get everybody's thoughts on what it looked like uh, when they turned on the show and saw like a third of the seats filled, the lower bowl only uh, for the New Japan Cup. So I'll start with you, Mr. Anwar Starwin, because you have been the most vocal person I know about nine to uh no fans wrestling. It, it was it was just, I just loved it. It was just it felt like home. And I was just happy to see the people again. I was happy to see the people and especially how they treated the situation. They pretty much like listened to all the rules for for the most part because they got pissed at the end. But <laughs> like they 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 didn't scream for the most part or chant. They just work within it. It was pretty awesome. I wish we were more humble like that over here, but, you know, we some selfish people. <laughs> uh, Terry's boy, your thoughts on uh, seeing the New Japan Cup Finals in Dominion with an actual live paying crowd? Yeah, it was pretty nice. I liked the staging they did, and, uh, yeah, they did a good job of spacing people out, because it didn't look that empty. I mean, obviously, when they raised the lights, you saw some of it. But, like, when the lights were dim, like, it, it looked like normal Dominion. And the crowd was not quiet. I mean, they clapped what they could do. So, yeah, it, it was it was pretty nice. And, obviously, a lot of the wrestlers were feeling it and looked pretty happy and excited. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, hopefully this will be the launching point for, um, 
you know, America to kind of understand what they need to do, how stringent they need to be with their testing, their staging, how much distance, what they'll allow uh, in the arena. Um, because it looks like um, so far I haven't heard about any um, besides the day of the event. Minoru Suzuki tested. Oh, he had a fever. He didn't really test positive for anything, but he did have a fever, so he could not uh, participate in any of the weekend events. But I think he was the only wrestler that uh, had to be kind of uh, taken out of his slot. Uh, we haven't heard anything about any fans or anything like that uh, being sick or anyone feeling sick or contacting or con- contacting New Japan uh, afterwards. So I think it all went well, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to continue having the fans in the stands. Um, so we'll get to the New Japan Cup Finals. We're not going to really spent a lot of time on the undercard because this was really kind of like a two-match show, really like a one-match show. But we did have a debut. Uh, the Young Lion, formerly known as Kawato, one of my favorites during his Young Lion time, back from his excursion, ready to start his uh, you know, full-time New Japan uh, career. So we've been seeing plenty of vignettes for Master Wato uh, since the return of New Japan. So first of all, um, Anwar, I'll get your thoughts on just uh, the vignettes and your excitement level of seeing this n- you know, new uh, persona for Kawato. I, I I didn't know what the hell to make of it. I was just like, this is cool, like like little visionettes or whatever, but it's like, I didn't think it was gonna be him to get get that role, but I mean, hey man, you got to start somewhere, and he still got to work on his confidence or whatever. But like, he he didn't look like no gump in that match versus Doki. That's all I can say. So he 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 made a good performance in that. So got to see how things play out. He just got to get his confidence up. Uh, same question to you, um, Terry's boy. Just uh, leading up to. Uh, his debut uh, as Master Wato. What did you think about the vignettes and uh, your excitement level for him uh, coming into his debut match here? Um, yeah, I thought the vignettes were pretty cool. Kind of like a kung fu thing. necessarily with the going through the character. And, uh, yeah, you know, had a nice little debut. Uh, the costume uh, is going to take some getting used to that. That blue, I was like, yeah, that, that's a little much for me. But... <laughs> <laughs> it is like it's a lot of leopard print tights I'm like yeah I, I don't know who designed his tights <laughs> but it is good to uh, see him back because uh, I've been kind of keeping up with the Lucha thing through people like Lucha Blog and it seemed like Kawada was kind of his development was kind of getting stunted because Okamura, who is like the liaison for New Japan and CMLL, he's like a heel character. And just from what I've seen so far, it's like, yeah, Master Wado, this is not a heel character. He needs to be a baby face. So, and I think he also has some injuries and stuff. So, like, it's good to see, like, after that adversity, like, he he didn't look discouraged. He, he looked like, hey, I'm, I'm going to try my best. And like Anwar said, he just... He just need to get his confidence up. I think we even kind of got spoiled by people like Hiromu and Switchblade Jay White and Okada who came back and were basically superstars on their first match back. Like, 
you got to remember, these guys have, what, like two to four years of wrestling experience, so it, it's going to take some time, but I thought he looked soft. I'm, I'm curious to see where the character goes. They seem to be doing the thing with him and Tenzan as his mentor, so let's see where this goes. So his uh, match, his first match as Master Wato was against Doki. Uh, Master Wato gets his win with the spiral tap finisher. Uh, after the match, Kanamaru comes down and he attacks Master Wato until, like you said, his mentor Tenzan comes down and makes the save. So uh, clearly linking those two up, um, giving Master Wato at least an, an, an elder to uh, watch his back. From the uh, Ella um, uh, Suzuki Gun guys and their efforts to do them in early on, then it was time for our main event of the evening: New Japan Cup Finals. First off, Anwar, get your thoughts on Evil advancing to the finals. We didn't get a chance to talk to you last week when we uh, reviewed all the matches that led up to Evil and Okada. So your thoughts, first and foremost, Mr. Anwar Starwin, on Evil's performance throughout this New Japan Cup. Uh, um, work rate-wise, not too good. But as far as character-wise, yeah, it was great. He did what he needed to do based on what they had planned for him. But I'm not going to sit here and lie. They say that his matches were great to watch because they weren't. He left a lot to be desired. All right. All right. So, Evil versus Okada, New Japan Cup Finals. Gato comes down to distract Okada when Yujiro comes from behind and he attacks Okada. He hits him with the pimp juice. Evil then hits Okada with a kick below the belt. Then he follows that up with everything is evil and evil gets the win and he is the winner of the new japan cup so first and foremost before we talk about the aftermatch stuff uh just your you guys thoughts on the overall match terry's boy i'll start with you uh just the you know this was what i thought it was going to be a 35 minute okada match so he got a chance to kind of get warmed up and get his juices flowing and about at about a 20 minute mark it started to pick up there for okada but your thoughts terry's boy on the overall New Japan, uh, New Japan Cup final. Um, it was okay. It's weird because, like you said, it was a typical kind of life. But I kept waiting for that moment where it was going to ratchet up a little bit. Like I, I noticed, Okada only went for the rainmaker like once in his matches. It never seemed to reach that next level. But like it, it, it was trying to tell a story. It, it was fine, but. Definitely not up <laughs> to the stuff of a typical Okada main event. But it, it, it played into the story. But yeah, it, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It just was kind of there to me. Like, I was just like, okay, this is fine. All right, Mr. Anwar Starwin, your, your thoughts on uh, the match uh, itself before we talk about the aftermath. I'm going to keep it real with you. Based on what Evil was doing throughout the tournament, I just felt it was going to be some bullshit. So, I'm going to keep it real. I watched it, but I ain't watch it, watch it. I was watching it, 
and playing Madden. So, <laughs> and I was like, this, I just like, I just felt this was gonna be some bullshit. So I was like, I'm not even gonna fully invest in it. So I was watching it, and it it had some, it was getting good, but nah, it's not something I would be ever think, thinking about in a year or two from now. But like, yo, Terry Boy, you remember that fucking New Japan Cup final for Evil and Okada had that um. Three or three and a half star match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, I ain't talking, man. If it was for this podcast, I'd never talk about that match again. I'm a dude that love evil. I love evil and I'm a Carter fan. But I'm like, man, fuck out of here with that match. So afterwards, Naito, the double champ Naito, comes out for the stare down uh, because, of course, Evil has earned the right to battle for both championships on the following night at the Minion. And in a strange turn of events, Evil attacks Naito and joins the Bullet Club. It was all good just a week ago. <laughs> it was a swerve, bro. We all know that Gato has it out for Okada because of their past relationship. So at first it was just like, oh, okay, Gato just screwed Okada. Uh, yeah, it plays with what they've been going doing the past few months before the pandemic and everything. But then yeah. with the attack on Naito, it was just like, what the hell is going on out here? I was like, I'm glad I didn't get that spoiled for me. But I was like, man, the writing was on the wall during the whole damn tournament. Look at the way Evil was cheating. That shit is peak Bullet Club. <laughs> like that is that ref bumps, all that bullshit. That is that is that is Bullet Club specialties with them fuck fuckery finishes. So it when that running had, I was like, this shit makes sense. And then he did the turn. I was like, yep. Because if you look at it, I mean, we should have seen it with the Sonata. Evil was the bottom person in the fucking faction right now. Where was he going? He wasn't going nowhere. So he started doing all this shady shit to win. And what would be the most shadiest shit to do? Bail out on fucking new, bail out on fucking Los and get the get the New Japan Cup. So it fits. And if you look at who they had for like Bullet Club, they if you look at Bullet Club without what they 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 without evil, like the current rod, the like the current like Bullet Club in Japan, that fucking team is weak as shit, bro. So they, they needed fucking evil. Mr. Terry's boy, your thoughts, sir, on evils. Actions turning on Lij and becoming the newest member of the Bullet Club. Yeah, it was well done. I mean, Anwar said it was set up with this tournament. To me, it's been built since last year's G1, where he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna surpass all notions of a faction leader. I'm gonna climb to the top of New Japan." So it's kind of been festering for a while. And I, I thought Evil's post-match promo was kind of interesting because he was basically playing it like he never liked Nightcone, he never liked L.I.J. All that, like, family shit Nightcone preached was 
basically bullshit to him, and he was like, yeah, I pretty much used you. I don't need you anymore, and tomorrow I'm going to take your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> talking cash shit so that leads us into Dominion uh, we'll just go under, uh, go through the undercard matches really fast tell you who won who lost Nagata, Kojima and Taguchi they defeated Makabe, Hamna and Gabriel Kidd I really like the look of Gabriel Kidd here lately he's, um, like, he's really starting to kind of get his confidence and Excel in these matches. Uh, Hiromu, Sanada, and Bushi defeated Ishi, Yano, and Suji. Desperado, Kanamaru, and Doki defeated Master Wato, Tenzan, and Yuramura. And Yujiro and Taji Ishimori defeated Okada and Goto, which was kind of up, an upset in my book because Yujiro pinned people. What? <laughs> <laughs> Right, man. <laughs> well, uh, that 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 match right there, that shit sucked, bro. <laughs> well, it, it was just set up the usual kind of feud. And in fairness to usual, he did bring up like his own kind of history. He was like, Yeah, you, you might have forgot Okada, but yeah, remember when I helped AJ beat you for the IWGC title? And I did it again. <laughs> And he was basically like, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I know I can't get to your level, Okada, but I can bring you down to mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crevice. <laughs> it's no limit. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the championship portion of the night. We start off with the best new rivalry in New Japan Pro Wrestling, maybe the best rivalry in Pro Wrestling right now. Shingo Takagi defending his never open weight title against Sho. Sho applied a cross arm breaker. Shingo tries to roll through and ends up successfully powering Sho up into a Death Valley driver. Shingo pulled one out of the Goto playbook with a draping DTR, GTR off the middle rope. From there, Shingo goes for the last of the dragon and he pins show to retain the never open weight title now these two men have had some bangers they've had some tag team matches that they have really spiced up and turned into bangers just by their involvement mr terry's boy i'll start with you where would you rank this never open weight championship match in their latest series of matches Man, that's tough because it was all good. I think we all agree that the G one match is probably their 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 high their their high watermark. Best of Super Juniors. Yeah, best of Super Juniors, excuse me. Yes, that's their high watermark. So yeah, I would probably have this match, I guess, two. Because it did have a little bit more going on than the Luigi Pan Cup match. So, yeah, I guess I would go this two and then the Luigi Pan Cup match three. But they, they were all great. Right. They, right. This was a banger. And I, I like the evolution of the story. Like, I like Show going through more of his wrestling. He can figure it out now, like, okay, I can beat Shingo going power game, but that's not really where I'm better than Shingo at. But. I am a better wrestler than Shingo, and I think Sho does have MMA trainers, so yeah, I like him going for the cross-arm breaker, because again, 
That is Shingo's trump card, those lariats. But I, and then I also like that, again, Shingo show, like, he's not just a dumb brute, he learns from his mistakes. Uh, there was a couple things show did in the New Japan Cup match where she, this time Shingo's like, uh-uh, not so fast. I figured that one out, try something new. So yeah, just, just an epic back and forth, just clash. And uh, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see you two duke it out again in the future. And just a great match and a great rivalry and a, a star-making performance, even in a loss by show. Mr. Anwar Starwin, I'll get your assessment of the match, uh, the Neverweight Open Championship match, and then we'll talk about the aftermath. I thought it was a really good match. It lived up to my like expectations. It was one of the two matches on the card that I was really anticipating based on their past history and their awesome match at New Japan Cup, which is really fucking hard to do with no fans, but they killed it. So it was just a continuation of their like cross intersecting like storylines. And you know, I hope they keep going at it over years. Just I got nothing else to say. I, I just love watching them wrestle each other. So, yeah, props to Sean Shingo, as always. I'm definitely in that camp with you. I, I love watching these guys wrestle. Uh, it's not too much, even though it seems like they just wrestled like maybe like a week and a half ago in that New Japan Cup match. That was uh, it was actually two weeks ago because it was uh, on my birthday. So. Um, it was just a really, really epic match. Uh, that New Japan Cup match was, and this was too, with the title on the line. Uh, good, good, good appearance by show. He keeps uh, making strides. And now with Yo being hurt, it uh, looks like he's going to have more singles matches uh, coming down the pike for a little while. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if they just kind of break him off uh, full time into a single uh, star because it, that's definitely where he's headed. Uh, after the match, Desperado attacks Shingo as he's walking back up the aisle. He lays Shingo out with the never open weight title and then he confiscates the belt as he leaves the arena. <laughs> Love Desperado. Love seeing him get an opportunity to like do single stuff. And my guess is it's gonna buy it probably gonna be him and Connor that gets those junior tag titles at some point because those two are really great together. And you know, next up, Shingo, we'll see how you hang with Desperado because Desperado, he's a dirty dude. <laughs> uh, Terry's boy, your excitement to see the uh next feud for Shingo being Desperado? Maybe it should be good. I mean, I like, that's basically what they've been setting us up with Shingo and Levy Trump is he's the bridge between the junior and the heavyweight. This is a true open weight title now. Anybody can charge for it or not. It, it, based on his performance against Ishii, I, I think Desperado has good chances against Shingo, so it it should be very interesting. Uh, Shingo was pretty much pissed in his post-match promo. He's like, oh, so you just going to jump a man from behind after a tough-ass match? I, I see you, Desperado. That's how you get down. Oh, okay. All right. I remember that. So that brings us to the match that I've been looking the most forward to for the past two months since uh, New Japan has really been back on the scene in June. The Dangerous Techers, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi, going up against the Golden Aces, the champions, 
Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Taichi blasts Ibushi with the Iron Fingers. Tanahashi ducked the Iron Fingers only to run into a dangerous backdrop, backdrop driver from Taichi. Taichi ups the ante. He holds up Tanahashi for some restrained dragon screw leg whips with Zack Sabre Jr. just trying to rip both of uh, Tanahashi's Achilles as he's just alternating legs back and forth. The challengers then hit a super kick assisted Zack Driver onto Tanahashi and we have new IWGP Tag Team Champions. Terry's boy. Zack Sabre Jr. didn't beat Kota Ibushi, but he did pin Tanahashi. And we have new champions. Your thoughts of, of this title match? Yeah, it really, really strong. Like, like I thought going in, this is one of the better Vigitrail tag title matches in quite some time. Like, told a, a great story. It was basically like three acts. Like, the first act was Zack wrestling Tanahashi and his usual thing, getting the best of him. Then Ibushi came in with the hot tag. Then Taichi went back and forth with kicks. It was real exciting. And then the end, like I thought, the, the ace was the Achilles heel of this team. But Ibushi couldn't protect him. Although Lord knows he tried. And uh, yeah, Angel Seconds picked up a, a very strong win. Like they, they, like we, we, Zach got the pin. But to me, this match was all about Taichi. This is another making performance by our boy Big Max Taichi. And uh yeah, he he continuing to elevate himself and uh the, the post match was pretty funny because it was all the Suzuki gun guys and uh Taichi was talking about the next challenges he was because Tanahashi's like we deserve a rematch and Taichi's like nah no rematch and then he challenged Katamara and this he was like you guys want a title shot and Katamara was like nah I'm good and Taichi was basically like, come on, man. I know I can beat you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> 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 Mr. Anwar Starwin, your assessment of the dangerous techers becoming your new IWGP Tag Team Champions. For me... Ever since they did ran the angle before the COVID shutdown, I've been ready for that match ever since then. They built it up through the New Japan Cup. They built it up to the point where I was, it was the most anticipated match coming into Dominion for me. They crushed it. I'm not used to seeing like New Japan have like really high quality tag team title matches. No shade to other tag teams who, I mean, it's been years. I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> like, what was the last really, really great tag, like, IWGB tag title match? Mm, I mean, maybe. Didn't GBH and, like, Gallows and Anderson have, like, a series of matches? I remember those being pretty good, but that was, like, yeah. what, 2015? Yeah, like, if we, if we, I guess we could say, um, maybe the cup of coffee the Bucks had with it when they was wrestling Evil and Sonata, but again, that's like how many years ago? <laughs> so that's the point. Three or four. It was, it was a while ago. So 
it's it, it's just great to see that they had this type of match, and it gives me kind of hope that maybe the tag division can be something more if they only stop bullshitting and give us Ishii and fucking Goto. Because them dudes ain't doing nothing right now. Just put them together and let them go after fucking like Taichi and, and, and Zach. Because that would be a banger. But, you know, you think- I, I enjoy it. I enjoyed the fight that like Tanahashi put. He came out trying to he he ain't even take off his ring yet nothing. He was just like, man, fuck you, Tai Chi. <laughs> and Tai Chi was like, oh word. And then Zach got caught some caught, caught some of them boots too. And they like, oh word, 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 old man. They got his ass back at the end. Boy, they tore his leg to the all up. The crowds was like, the crowd was feeling that shit. Like, goddamn. You hit that man with all type of dragon screws. (laughs) Do you feel that um, Goto and Ishii is a better tag team than uh, than Ishii and Okada? That's an awesome match, but they don't use Okada like that because they their whole thing is Okada is more or less just he's going to be he's the ace and he only like goes after the world title. That man is just so like dialed into that scene. He would be even cooler if he were actually wrestling other divisions and actually chance with other titles. But that ain't how they got him booked. So Okada and Ishii is an awesome tag team too. It's just they they just don't there's no chance they're gonna do that shit. So Okay. Okay. It would be it would be cool if they did that, but that's just man, they don't even want to give us Goto over Goto and Ishii, so I'm saying like they're not gonna give you um give you that. <laughs> if they don't want to give us Goto and Ishii, they're not gonna give us a, no fucking Okada and Ishii. Well, after the match, Kota Ibushi's rolled back into the ring, uh, and then the champions put an exclamation point on the win by giving the Black Mephisto to Ibushi, and then they put the boots to Tanahashi some more. And uh, they get the belts, they walk out, and then basically it's a sad sight as Kota Ibushi has to help up a fallen, beaten down Tanahashi, and he limps himself back to the back, assisted by the Young Lions and Kota Ibushi. Um, yeah, there is a lot of sympathy going out for Tanahashi as he was making his way to the back through the crowd there. What I like about this is uh, Taiji didn't he doesn't overuse the the iron fingers he waited until he really needed to and it was gonna uh benefit them in the form of becoming champions to break that out and uh i thought that was a really nice touch because you haven't seen it from him in a while you've seen him you're used to him cheating but he took it to that next level because the stakes were higher and i really like that tactic um to get that to get the job done for the dangerous techers. Holy Emperor. Now that leads us into the main events of the evening. Evil versus Naito for the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships. So Hiromu comes down to get rid of Jado and Taiji Ishimori as they were trying to interfere. Evil hits Naito with a chair. That everything is evil looks to follow, but Naito escapes before he uh, flapjacked evil into the uh, exposed turnbuckle. Naito then brought evil down with a swinging reverse DDT for a near fall. 
Well, out walks Bushi, who looks a little different than normal. Bushi decks Naito, then chokes him out. And while Bushi distracts the ref, evil stomps on Naito's ingobernables. And then everything is evil as follows. He folds up Naito for the one, two, three. And we have a new Intercontinental Champion and IWGP Heavyweight Champion in the form of evil. Now, Mr. Anwar Starman, I'm going to turn to you first because I've been waiting to hear what you've had to say. I've been actually going down your Twitter timeline to see if you had a Twitter rant of any sort about this outcome. You did not. So now I get to hear your full on thoughts on Naito being a transitional champion once again. A transitional champion. That's incorrect, Don. A transitional champion wins a championship and automatically loses it. That is false. Oh, well, he got one defense. I and then the not transitional champion. <laughs> and then the pandemic hit. So, technically, right. He's not the transitional champion. And gold, if the, the the team that fits the crowd category of what you just said is the Golden Aces. They uh, were, they were transition go. champion. But, yeah, man, it's, it's this weird thing where they, they feel like all of us LIJ fans are just going to lose our fucking minds and shit. Like, no, I, did I want him to see see Naito win more, like hold the title longer and get some more defenses? Sure, but his story was tough once he went back to the dome and conquered that slated dragon of Okada, and it and achieved his goal of double champion, and then he got his revenge on Kenta. Like I ain't going to complain about him dropping the title right now to one of his best friends. So. And I'm I'm an LIJ fan, so like even though Evil was not in LIJ anymore, he was for years. So I'm not going to be like, oh boohoo, freaking Evil's fucking IWGP champion. Did I see that shit coming? Fuck no, <laughs> I didn't see that shit coming at all. But you know, it it makes sense with you can't introduce a new heel into a new group, give him new like gear. Music, new swag, and, and everything. Everything, and then have him fucking lose the next night. That that's some WWE shit, buddy. You took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Like, that's how Vince books people. Like, no, nah, man, you once you pull do some stuff like that, you got to see it through. So it works. It it fits in that sense. So it, it it's very shocking, and but it's like it's so many different levels to the end result because it's like. You got the issues with fucking evil and 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 Hiromu because they came up together in the dojos. Was that is that dynamic? That betrayal? It's a lot of betrayal in that shit. So it's it's like, man, I just like it was a shocking result, but it it, it shakes the whole fucking like scene up, and that's kind of fun because it kind of like usually like we kind of get in a situation where we can see where things is headed. Uh, nobody had this outcome coming. <laughs> so I kind of like it for a character portion and whatnot. And, you know, I've been, I, I'm like, I watched when, when Evil was over here and he was just Watanabe. And it's great to see him, like, given this opportunity because only certain people get their hands on that title. So. That's great for him. So we'll see if it's a transitional reign. Even if it's a transitional reign, he still got that accolade of being champion. 
It's just like, it's so many questions. Like, is he going to be like, nah, I'm not defending both these titles? Because shit, that's kind of, be that would be kind of a heel evil shit to do. Like, mm, I'm not going to defend both my titles. Fuck y'all. So it's it's got a lot of potential as far as story-wise, but as far as match quality, ooh, that shit about to get real ugly, bro. Because <laughs> this shit about to get real ugly with, because you know what, like, Bullet Club do, so won't be a lot of bullshit. I ain't had no problem with this match, even though people were bitching about it because some of the people were mad about the result or whatever, but I I like this match more than I like that that main event from last year's Dominion with fucking Jericho and Okada with that weird-ass finish. <laughs> weird-ass finish is setting up a match with Tanahashi <laughs> for Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> I'll take this. I'll take this evil Naito match over that match. So you know, all about perspective. Mister Terry's boy, uh, just give uh, give out your thoughts, your summary of Evil becoming the new double champion, and uh, where this leads the Bullet Club and New Japan going forward. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the match was okay. I felt like it kind of peaked when Evil put Naito through the table in the knee breaker, and then it kind of slowed down, mm-hmm. picked up for the finish. But yeah, um, very interesting from a storyline standpoint. Like it, it, it makes Naito very sympathetic. Like probably the only person who's more sympathetic is kind of harshy. They're, they're both kind of downtrodden and beaten right now. Uh, I, I think we're evil leaving this pretty much because LIJ has always been kind of that cleaner faction. I feel like at this point with this angle, like LIJ is a baby face factor. Everybody likes everybody else that's left in that factor. People love Naito, they love Hiromu, they like Bushi, and at least the Japanese fans seem to love Sonata, so... And then, like, uh, we didn't really talk in detail about it, but that post-match with Hiromu was great, where he was just, like, asking Evil, like, yeah, why did you do this? I want to challenge you. Like, talk to me. And he was just like, mm, nope, I'm just leaving. Peace out, Hiromu. And, uh, yeah, his, his, post, his post-match interview was great, where he was like, man, I... I really don't know what to do. I joined LIJ to be with Naito and Evil. Like, what am I supposed to do? So, yeah, it was this great thing. I would recommend people go watch it on New Japan World or on YouTube. Where he went from, like, sad to happy. Then by the end, he was angry. He was like, Evil, I'm going to make you pay for this. Every little bit. So, yeah, that that's, that's going to be interesting. Uh, Junior challenging for both belts. Hiromu again getting getting pushed up and getting the bright spotlight. And then from the G1, it makes things a lot more interesting. Because to me, before the pandemic, the, the only people I felt like could win G1 this year were like Okada and Switchblade. Now, it's like Naito could win to get his revenge. Maybe they pull a surprise to not a win. Like, maybe. Like, it, it's a lot more open or hell evil the champion now maybe he'll finally want to do one so it, 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 it certainly opens things up uh, like honestly like Anwar said if you're one of those people you're a newer fan and you came in like Dan Okada Tanahashi or Okada Omega 
Evil not gonna give you that from a masculine standpoint, but from a character standpoint, like he's strong, and I, I'm, I'm willing to see where where Ghetto is going with this, because like I said, he easily could have had Okada win the New Japan Cup, went to the usual thing, but he's like, you know what, I'm gonna try something different. Plus, like Anwar said, we we don't know when Switchblade and those guys are gonna be back, so without Evil, like. Who does Bullet Club have? Like, they, they needed somebody, and uh, Dick Togo is, he was like, I guess, manager is interesting. Yes. I, yeah. heard, I, heard, I heard Jay White was over on Instagram after he even won the championship, kind of like, in his feelings a little bit. That's what oh, I heard. Really? Oh, That's what I heard. Okay. okay. So they might be doing another one of those... You know, another one, another, another civil war. At least, hopefully, it's better than that last one because the last one's some garbage. Let's talk about Gato and his booking because he booked some old school Memphis Heat. The first, the New Japan Cup thing was shocking with the Naito uh, evil jumping Naito and joining the Bullet Club. It just had people in shock. But there was a different type of shock when Evil pinned Naito because that crowd went dead silent. <laughs> they, nobody was clapping. Nobody was like gasp or anything. They kind of like went up like, <gasps> and then the next thing you heard was just like silence. They booed his ass, dog. You, they booed him. <laughs> and they boo they booed him even though they were told not to cheer or cheer at all. That's how mad some of the people were. <laughs> so that's that's real fucking heat right there. Yeah, man. Night uh Gato definitely get, went back to his Memphis roots and uh and booked two nights of extraordinary heat for his main event to get over, like you said, the turn and to also validate evil and and to give him the titles as well to to make the turn worth all the effort and you know, like we said, noticing his aggression and his cheating and everything like that. We should have probably seen it coming, but at the time the whole story isn't told yet. So they did a wonderful job. Uh, leading up to this and um, like you guys said it's going to be very interesting to see where things go um, as far as with travel restrictions and evil being the champion and and who can come back into the country uh, in the next few months to see once we get a you know bigger lineup of bullet club people how this title win by evil stirs up that pot yeah, man, like Terry Boy said, it's a lot of more options coming to G1. A lot more people can win it, and especially if they can't do a full crowd at Russell Kingdom. They could be more exper- experimental because they know they can't reach that big number because of the way the world is right now. So it opens up to be more creative or do things they normally wouldn't do. So we got to, like... Really, we got to be careful with thinking we know what's going to happen. There's <laughs> no locks now, so we watch. We got to be on our edge, a little bit on our edges, on edge, because you, you like, n- nobody, nobody has fucking even winning this championship, bro. Like, nobody is like, so got to be careful about these matches going forward. 
I'm mm-hmm. really hoping soon that some of the uh, guys who aren't able to travel into the country can get there soon because I really think that Fin Juice uh, would be a fun challenges for the Dangerous Techers uh, coming up through, um, you know, later on here once they can establish themselves once again and get back in the mix. Uh, like we said, Jay White now is, you know, where does where does his footing stand as far as the Bullet Club goes with the new direction that they're going? Um, you know, we still have Moxley out here as the IWGP United States champion. So what are they going to do with him? Are they going to, you know, have him send the belt over? Hopefully he left it in Japan and uh, they just have a tournament to determine a new champion. So there's still a lot of uh, loose ends. Uh, that they haven't really had a chance to address yet just because their focus was trying to just get restarted, get the New Japan Cup going, get Dominion. And I guess now when we have this little break in between big shows, uh, they'll try to kind of, you know, reset their direction. But I'm looking forward to the next couple of months. Um, Hopefully, um, you know, Japan being much more aggressive with their... um, uh, plan of attack when it comes to the virus. Um, hopefully, it'll allow um, you know some guys to travel in that haven't been able to be in the program so far since the restart. Um, so, I, go ahead. Aaron. I think I, I think I saw something. I think I saw something from JCAS, and they kind of like I, don't, I forgot the source they got it from, but maybe October, if we're lucky, they might get be able to allow to come in the country. But we're going to see because a lot of these countries not letting foreigners in because, shit, I don't blame them. <laughs> Definitely have, um, you know, there was, you know, what's here in the United States is going to be hard for a guy like, um, you know, David Finley or Juice Robinson to, to get past, um, you know, the travel uh, restriction then of course the two week quarantine once they do get into the country so yeah um just a lot of got, moving parts still you gotta also think about you gotta also think about another factor to that a lot of them dudes live in florida if, right. you, if you're from another fucking country and you watch all the wild shit that's going on in america and florida is one of the hotbeds of that shit would you let somebody from florida come in your country right now I'm sorry, I probably would not let them in my country, especially Florida. No disrespect to people of Florida, but y'all niggas wild. (laughs) (laughs) So there we have it. Uh, Terry Sports, anything else you'd like to add just about, you know, the upcoming future of of guys, um, you know, coming back in to New Japan or, or, you know, anything else that you'd like to add before we get into the wrap-up stage here? Well... Only other thing I saw is that they said Japan might open up to residents, so people live here. So, but I think the only New Japan guy that would affect is what Osprey. I think he's the only one who lives there. Everybody else lives outside of it. And like Anwar said, a lot of these dudes live in Florida. Juice might be okay because Juice lives in what, like Chicago, so he might be okay. Well, he might, he might not even be in America because. I don't know if y'all saw, but him and Tony Storm got a thing going. So he might be actually in the UK right now. But, yeah, he might be. And I don't know where Finley lives. I think maybe Georgia. I'm not sure. I know that's where his pops live in Atlanta. So we'll, we'll see. They they might get some of them. 
You know, hey, if, if Moxley can't come back, hey, they got the Lions break show, so they could always do a tournament there because they, they've been introducing a, a lot of new guys. Like I saw this week is the debut of 50 Time for New Japan, so hey, they could always use those shows like that. Right, we're going to do a U.S. title tournament. Is that going to be on the 20th? Is that going to be on the next show? Yeah. Okay. This Friday is 50 Time's debut. Yep. All right. All right. So at this time, I'm going to turn it over to our guest, Mr. Terry's boy, for his uh, shout-outs and thank yous. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Shout-out you guys. Shout-out all the New Japan fans, all the WrestleCast fans. You know, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, this is a good time. And uh, like I said, look forward to New Japan the future because things are mighty cloudy right now. So it's going to be very interesting in the coming months. Mr. Anwar Starwin, same for you, sir. Your shout-outs and thank yous. Um, shout-out to Jupiter Julep. Shout-out to Matt Mosette. Shout-out to What Sleep, though. Uh, shout-out to Jay, because Jay be up with crazy hours. And shout-out to everybody who pays attention to us and give us love or whatnot. Shout-out to Terry Boy for coming through with the Mike Tanae like data and them fucking jokes. <laughs> and just... No and just thanks everybody. I just got. I'm glad to be back to talk about some wrestling instead of having to like be bombarded with awful imagery. Yeah. I'd like to thank both of you guys, Anwar Starwin and Terry's Boy, for taking some time out to get this podcast out turned around in a, a quicker than normal time for us when it comes to these New Japan shows. So I'm very thankful for you guys being able to carve out some time. Just thanks to everybody who listens to the WrestleCast, the RawCast, NXT Cast, SmackDown Matters, Cast a Strong Style. Use the hashtags. Please support the sponsors. Become a patron over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN media. There you can find our AEW reviews where we talk about AEW Dynamite and also uh, pre and post show conversations from all the shows that we record. So there's always extra content to be found over there on the Dark Match. Support the sponsors at CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free at the top of the page. Do some shopping with any of those sponsors and some of the purchase comes back to us to help keep the lights on each and every week for Cast a Strong Style and all of the other shows underneath the WrestleCast umbrella. So once again for my my host, Mr. Anwar Starwin, and our special guest, Mr. Terry's Boy. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast, Cast of Strong Style. Strong style.